Greetings, this is Brother Leroy with Carries of the Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for taking out your busy schedule to be with us. And then I'm going to ask you to bless us by hitting that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit that notification button, and communicate with the medium by which you are hearing us in whichever way that you, uh, you, uh, but they ask you to, and then we're going to ask you to drop us an email. Tell, tell us like you're telling the station that we, uh, have been a blessing to you. We've been, and then I want to thank my partners and friends and loved ones that support the work of carries of the carries of the covenant ministry inside uh, the United States, outside the borders of the United States, outside of the four walls of the institutions, such as what you're hearing here. Uh, Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, that the word says you can do exceedingly abundant above all that we ask. We thank you, Father, your word says uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so I thank you, Father, it's the anointing, the ability of God that destroys your yoke. And they will take us from faith to faith, glory to glory, causing us to be made and come into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. We're talking about faithful prosperity. And I want to read. Um, that's our lesson. Faithful prosperity. And I want to read the definition of prosperity and rich prosperity and rich is not dirty words. I know people I've heard people say, uh, that person is filthy rich. Well, I don't know about the filth, but I have no problems with being rich. And as a believer, you should be rich. And I know some times ago, uh, this was, it, it was like almost, it, it was, it, it took me back. I was talking to a relative and I was talking about prosperity. And the person said, my, my pastor does not preach prosperity. Well, number one, uh, if your pastor does not teach, uh, 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 about being born again, then you're not in the church and you're not born again. The scripture says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The scripture says, what good does it do a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So John three sixteen, which most people have ever been in church, they've heard that that is the most prosperous scripture, the richest scriptures, the opulent scripture. That's good measure, pressed down, shaken together. That is the best scripture in the whole Bible, because without that, Without Jesus dying for every person in the earth realm, none of us are saved and all of us are going to hell. And it wouldn't matter, uh, no matter if you live to be a, a old, a 2,000 years old, 2,000 years is nothing compared to eternity uh, being separated from God and in, in, in hell and then going from hell into the, the lake of fire. Prosperity. Advance or gain in anything's good or desirable, successful progress in any business or enterprise, success, attain, uh, attainment of the object desired as the prosperity of arts art, uh, and other things. Wealthy. Excuse me. The definition, one of the definitions of rich is wealthy, opulent, possessing a large portion of land, goods or money or a larger portion than is common to other men or men of like rank. So, uh, as believers, we should be uh, head and shoulders successful in everything that is in the world. We should have the best marriages. We should have the best husbands, the best wives, the best children, the best homes, the best cars, the best airplanes. You name it. As a believer, we should have the blessed. Uh, our central truth for, for this message of faithful prosperity is. As a born again believer, we are redeemed from the curse of the law and are heirs to Abraham's blessings 
and God's promise of prosperity. Remember, we, we also share in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You know, I've been I've been in places where uh, people were not used to having abundance and they came around uh, and they had uh, uh, a lot of food. And uh, I remember I saw the person stuffing food in their pockets. And, and, and I was like, why is that? And I asked them, what were you doing? And they said, well, I'm, you know, I'm eating now. I may not eat tomorrow. Well, the thing is, there was plenty of food. There was going to be more food for tomorrow. But they came from an environment where they didn't know where the next meal was from. And so, and you know, it's not like I, I, I hear people talking about, well, that person has uh, two cars. Well, you know what? I, I go by car lots and, and there's acres and acres and acres and acres and acres. So there's enough cars for anybody to have in, in, in the whole world because there's, there is no, let me say this. God is not a God of shortage. And when God, God, scripture tells us God knew the end from, excuse me, he knows the begin, the end from the beginning. So when God created the earth realm, he knew how many people were going to be in the earth realm at every second, every hour, every year. He knew how many people was going to be in the earth realm. So he provided enough and he knew he knew that some that people were going to be using horses at one horses at one time and then wagons and then mules and car houses. I mean, uh, horses and then to the time we use cars and he knew how much. How many cars every person would need. So when he created the earth realm, he created enough of everything that was needed. Let me share it with you. Read James because James tells us why we have wars and why we have famines. It's not, uh, you know, there, uh, and I'm not getting into climate change, uh, uh, but regardless of what the climate is and will be, there is. And, you know, I know over the years I've lived, I've at different times, people was telling people not to have children because the, the earth couldn't supply the food for all these people. But yes, if you, you, you fly over the world, you probably fly over your state. Well, especially uh, Western states, central states. And you will see there's thousands and thousands of miles of land where there's no one there. Think over the years, I've seen them kill uh, kill animals because there was a, uh, the price was too low. I've seen them pour out milk because the price was too low, and it just goes on and on. So, what about the people over in the other worlds? Could you mean they couldn't sh ship those cows to people in the other worlds to starve? Oh yes. So, uh, especially as a believer, you need to realize and know. That the most of the challenges that are the, we you face as a person has nothing to do with the devil. It's it, people being influenced by the devil and demonic spirits. But the scripture says he goes about seeking whom he may destroy or affect. So the enemy cannot affect you. Uh, it comes to me that uh, there are people who are having uh, challenges with their mind. If you are willing to say what the word of God says, if you are willing to just refuse what those words that you are voices that you hear and, and not yield to them, you can break that power. In the name of Jesus, I break the satanic power that is speaking to every person under the sound of my voice concerning the, uh, to kill themselves, to run away from home, to commit adultery, commit fornication, uh, to do any evil works. I break the power of that spirit that's in, influenced them in the name of 
of Jesus. Uh, and we read Galatians 313. Uh, one of our favorite foundation scriptures, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. And let's let's read Deuteronomy. I want rather than reading verses one through eight, I just want to read verses eleven and twelve. The Lord will make you prosper abundantly with offsprings, the offsprings of your livestock and your land produce in the land. The Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open for you his abundant storehouse. The sky to give your land rain in its season and to bless all notices, bless all the works of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. So now see one of the very, 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 very. And remember, we read about Galatians 3.13 says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law that the blessing of Abraham may come upon us. We share with you how Abraham, uh, how scripture says Abraham was very, very rich in silver, gold. No, it's not just rich, but very, very rich in silver, gold, houses, lands, herds, flocks, and servants. I like that. Houses and servants, silver and gold. And so if you want to forget the, forget the herds, forget the flocks, forget the livestock, although there's money in livestock, uh, but he says silver and gold and houses and land. And then it says servants, what we think of today as employees. And that scripture says, uh, it says, whatever you put your hand to. And remember, one of the definitions of, of rich uh, um, was, uh, uh, let me see, what is the rich? Or a larger portion than is common to other men of the same rank. Now, let me say this. This is, this is, this is as we used to say, nitty gritty. The blessing of Abraham was all inclusive. So in other words, everything that you put your hand to everything in this world we are to be successful in but the challenge is that let's read Matthew Matthew 7:11 Matthew 7:11 Matthew 7:11 If you, talking about a human being, then who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who, this is, this is very important, hear me, very important, who asked him. Now, see, and just because, and then Isaiah eleven nineteen says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So even though uh, this prompt, this is the promise of Abraham and being redeemed is all inclusive. We have our part. Now, I, I'm not sure why, but let's turn to Ephesians. Let's turn to Ephesians. Ephesians 2.8. Well, Ephesians, I tell you what, let's rather me uh, go. Let's, I'm going to quote Ephesians 2 8. Go to Romans. Let's go to Romans 8. Excuse me, Romans 10. But Ephesians 8 says, uh, Ephesians 2 8 says, By grace we're saved through faith, but not of yourselves. But, so in other words, we're saved by grace through faith. And then look, Romans 10, verse 8. 
On the contrary, what does it say? The message is near you in your mouth and in your heart. Verse 9, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Uh, look at verse 13, 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And remember, we shared how that word salvation meant uh, it was in, uh inclusive so in other words whatever comes to steal kill and destroy and i like to say it this way whatever i don't like then i don't have to accept it but now i'm on because but here here's here's the challenge with prosperity let's look at numbers 13 and we're going to see what god calls an evil report because if you're Bible says, if any two agree is touching anything, remember Mark, Mark 11, 23, whosoever will speak to the mountain, if you believe in your heart, you will have it. The mountain will be moved. But if you, if your confession, if what you speak, and remember, if you're born again by speaking, then, and that's how you enter the kingdom of God, then everything in the kingdom of God must work by grace and faith. And you're speaking of your words and the actions that, that agree with that. Uh, Numbers 13, 26, the men went back to Moses from Aaron and the ent entire Israel company in the excuse me, community in the wilderness of Perrin at Kadesh. They brought back a report for them and the whole community, and they showed them the fruit of the land. They reported to Moses, we went into the land where you sent us. Indeed, it flowed with milk and honey, and here is the fruit of it. However, are but. The people living in the land are strong and the cities are large and fortified. We also saw the descendants of Anak there. The, An the Amalekites are living in the land of the Nigva. And the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amalekites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live by the sea and along the Jordan. Notice. Um, then Caleb quiet the people in the presence of Moses and said, Look. Let's go up and now take possession of the land because we can certainly require it. But notice, notice here is the evil report. We, this is, this is the 10 that went in. Uh, 31, but the men who had, the men who had gone up with him responded, we can't attack the people because they are stronger than we are. So they give a negative report to the, Israelites about the land and they had scouted the land we possess excuse me, the land we pass through to explore is one that devours its inhabitants and all the people we saw in are men of great size we saw the Nibelines there the descendants of Anak come from from the Deponia to ourselves we seem like grasshoppers we must have seen the same to them so see they gave an evil report and so when it comes to the things of God, if concerning prosperity, if you are saying words that do not agree with you being having an abundant supply, more than enough, having enough to be able to give to every good. And this is Second Corinthians 9, 8, Amplified Bible, because God wants you and me, every believer to have enough that they can give to every good and worthwhile cause totally out of your own means, not having someone help you, but out of your own pocket. That is prosperity. Until next time, this is Brother Leroy. God loves you. 
And he has a plan of blessing for you and yours.